Likutei Sichas Chelik Aleph, the Sicha for Parsha Zocher on page two hundred and eight, and this follows the um, previous Sicha of Vayikra, and therefore it begins with Ois Vav, but it's a Sicha for Parsha Zocher. <coughs> In this Sicha. In relationship to the fact that we read the portion of Zohar, in which we remember Amalek, the Rebbe will explain the relevance and the meaning of Amalek in our days, in our time, and to remember and to realize that this is Amalek and how we need to deal with Amalek and not to fall into his trap and not to. Uh, sort of uh, be tricked in by the different tactics that Amalek has, uh, does and uh, tries to uh, get a Jew. Within Amalek, the Rebbe is going to point out, there are four periods in which we read about Amalek. Uh, the Torah discusses Amalek. The Rebbe is trying to bring that uh, there is a certain time uh, certain times that Amalek and how the Amalek uh, uses different kinds of tactics and different ways in the different periods in order to try and get a Yid away from, uh, from Hashem. And that's why it's very important and the Rebbe is going to bring out in this Sicha particularly Amalek's tactics today as we stand before going into Eretz Yisrael, the building of the Beis HaMikdash before Mashiach's coming. What is tactics today? And the Rebbe will articulate in the Sicha the various different ways that Amalek serves. Um... They will learn inside. Pasha Zochet. Vav. Oiz Vav. Milchemes Amalek mit Eden. The war that Amalek uh, wages with the Jews. Gefinemir Bechlal. Generally, we find in Firzmanim. We find recorded in the Tanakh, in the Torah Nevi Meksuvim. We find it four times, four periods. Number one, we read in it Aleph. Bald vid Eden zayna rois von Mitzrayim. So we learn in the the end of Parshas Bishalach that as soon as the Yid went out of Mitzrayim, who they meet over there, they meet up uh, with Amalek and the and Vayachlish Yeshua. They get one out of the war. B'char l'cha Anoshim b'tzehilochem ba'Amalek. So we have uh, the war with Amalek as soon as they get out of Mitzrayim. So that's the first time we find the record of it in the Parshas Bishalach. Based in the second time. In the last Yorn was the Eden Zion given in Midbar during the last years while the Jews were in the Midbar. That's talking about after spending already 38 years in the desert, eight days and nine in Eretz Yisrael, before they went into Eretz Yisrael, uh, the Pasik over there by Midbar says, Vayishma Haknani Melech Arod. So actually, the Pesach says, Vayishma HaKnani, 
that was Eder Zez and Narayin Eretz Yisrael before they went into Eretz Yisrael uh, in the portion of Chukas um, and in the time when the Jews were trying to get permission from the different nations on the border of, uh, of Eretz Yisrael to pass through them so the Pesach says and he went and waged war with the Yid who was this Knani? so that Knani, as Rashi and the Chazal tell us was Amolik then Amolik disguised himself as a Knani. Why does it say Vayishma Knani that the Knani went to wage war when it was Amolik? So he says the Chazal explained because he dressed himself up. They didn't want when the Jews will pray to be victorious over the Knani and there the Amalekim, so they shouldn't be successful. But what do we see? The idea over here, the idea over here is that Amolik doesn't come openly as an Amalek, but he comes like dressed up like a Knani, as the Rebbe will explain this later in the meaning in the spiritual service of Hashem. So that's the second time. Gimel, the third time we find, in the Eshte Yorn from Zerzain in Eretz Yisrael, during their first years, while the Jews were in Eretz Yisrael. In the beginning, when Yidin came to Eretz Yisrael. That took place, Noch dem Minui from Shaul HaMelech, after Shaul was appointed as a king, and this is before they built the base Amigdosh. So there was these three things. King Shoal became king, and then they had the war with Amalekim, and then they built the base Amigdosh. As the Rebbe says in the parenthesis, was Azoi is their Seder in the Gimel Dvarim. This is the order. And the three items, that they were instructed. Yeah? So the order of the three things were appointing a king, Minu Melech, Melchemes Amolik, the war with Amolik, Ubinyan Beis Amigdosh, and then the building of Beis Amigdosh. So that was the third time. And the fourth time will be Bedorah the Malka Meshicha, in the generation that Melech HaMashiach is going to come. And um, there's going to be a parallel between the uh, two periods that are recorded in the Torah that took place as they went out of Mitzrayim the first time and the second time that the uh, before they went into Eretz Yisrael with the third and fourth time which is the beginning of Eretz Yisrael and then before the Melech HaMashiach when the final uh, coming of Mashiach which is the time that we're trying to learn out for now uh, as the Rebbe will explain Tivrei Meri Yisrael, the Jewish history Zint Eden Zayne Givorn a folk from the time that the Jewish people became a nation from the time they left Egypt to receive the Torah, you can be divided into two periods. Jewish history is two periods. We talk about the period, the period of the desert, before entering Eretz Yisrael, and then the period after entering in Eretz Yisrael, which includes all the time from the time we entered Eretz Yisrael until the coming of Melech HaMashiach. Aleph. So number one, the first period when Eden Zayin given in Midbar, that is when the Jews were in the desert. They had no dealings with the physical, uh, physicality of this world. 
and their needs, the needs of this physical world, which can be basically divided in Mazen Levushun Bais. Food, clothing, and a, and a shelter. Uh, those are the needs the human beings uh, that a human being has. But while the Yin were in the desert, the first period they didn't need dealings with the uh, physicality of the world in order to uh, achieve the necessities of life, which is food, clothing, and shelter. Spice, clothing, and dira. Food, clothing, and shelter. Because in the desert, they had all this fun mon, that was the manna that they had, that gave them the food, and they drink from the well of Miriam. And then they had the Anane HaKovid, the clouds of glory. The clouds of glory would uh, wash their clothes, it would provide it for shelter, uh, the circus. But in any event, these needs, these physical needs, had the had they had nothing to do with them, they didn't need to preoccupy themselves with their physical physical needs. So that's the period of the midbar. And then base the second period is when Eden Zainarain, when Jews entered in Eret Shiva Momim, in the land of the seven nations, in order to make of it Eretz Yisrael, that is to inhabit the land and make it into Eretz Yisrael. That means that we have to deal with the land and, and work and to deal with the Gashmis. Was in in this period also part of that includes the Zmanagolos, the time of exile. Because during the Zmanagolos, when Eden Zainabaritis while we are in the nations, land of the nations of Tsugraten them, Dorten them, over there we're preparing the Asidaritis Roshit Spashbukalarotis because in the future, the land of Israel will expand into all lands. To to make them all for a dwelling place for him. So, first we have in a particular, specific way, the land of Eretz Canaan, make that into Eretz Yisrael. And then, eventually, also to turn in the rest of the Arotzes, where Jews were exiled, in order to prepare that, to make that also Eretz Yisrael, because in the future, Eretz Yisrael will expand to include all the lands. So the, that's the period which we're involved with transforming and turning around the physicality of the world to make it a dir as opposed to the first Tukufa which they didn't have to deal with the physicality, the Tukufa Samidbar. And now we're going to see that there is a parallel. The first two periods that we mentioned with Amalek took place in the desert and the second two periods take place in settled land meaning after uh, in, the, in the second period and the parallel is going to be that just like in the first period there is Amalek the first time and Amalek at the end likewise in the second period there is the Amalek in the beginning and Amalek in the end and what we're getting at is that the Amalek at the end which is the period of now because we're standing before the coming of Mashiach the dirt of Mashiach is to realize that that Amalek 
that functioned at the end of the period of the desert is a similar amolik that functions now and we know how to take care of that amolik to realize the spiritual amolik what he does and how to combat it the Eiber the Montefirzmanim the above mentioned four periods from the Chomis Amolik of the War of Amolik Zainan the Eshtet the first two given they were in Onheib Unsoy for the Eshtet Kufa they were in the beginning and the end from the first period when the Anderet Tzvei and the other two the third and fourth in Onheib from the Tzvetet Kufa in the beginning and end of the second period from them was Mirzen so from this that we see as in the Tzvei Muhammad from the Eshtet Kufa that in the two wars of the first period is the Ashtag given Mitan Ofra Amalek. The first one we had to battle an open Amalek. It says Vayove Amalek. And the Tzvete, the second one, Mitafar Shtalta, that was the disguised Amalek. Faraknani, because it was a Knani, he said Vayishma Haknani, Melacharod, and the Knani was the Amalek. So, the first, the beginning and the end, the beginning was with an open and the end was with a disguised. Is from them So from this we have proof. As Oich the Tzvete Melchames from the Tzvete Tkufa, the Tzvei Melchames that also the two wars of the second period is the Ersh the Melchames the first war which showed given that was mitan Ofra Amolik that was an open Amolik. When the Tzvete Melchames the second war, the door of the Malka Mashiach the generation of King Mashiach which is Unzer Dor our generation their Dor Tzvemen. Mashiach kum, the generation to which Mashiach comes, we made a speed in our days, is mitafar borgen amolek, we have to deal with a hidden amolek. So basically what we're trying to say is that today, we have a hidden amolek that we have to deal with. So the spiritual amolek that we have to learn, and that we have to learn to remember and to realize that it is amolek, is not an open amolek, it's a disguised amolek, just as the disguised amolek came, at the end of the first period, at the end of the Midbar, he, that disguised Amalek is coming now. And now the Rebbe is going to go on to explain the two different tri- types of Amalek. The open Amalek that took place in the desert, and the hidden Amalek that took place in the desert. And of course, how it applies in one's own emotional state and spiritual state, how these different Amaliks approach and what their arguments are, and how we need to protect ourselves from them and realize that that's Amalik and not to allow that to impact and influence us. So, with regards to the war of Amalik in the beginning of the first period, so that's the first uh, aspect of a Amalek that the Rebbe is going to analyze and bring about in one service of Hashem. So what does it say with regards to that Amalek state? It's written, Asher Korcha. The simple word Asher Korcha means that who met you, that Amalek met the uh, the Jews as soon as left Mitzrayim, it was Amalek was there to meet them. So, so the Medrash, the Medrash, the Medrash, however, also translates the words Asher Korcha that Karcha means Meloshen Kirirus, that he made you cold, he cooled you off. Karcha means he cooled you off. Which means, Erhot Nit God forbid he didn't kill, Erhot Nor Obgi killed, but he just cooled down. Um, Amalek didn't succeed even physically, Vayachlish uh, Yeshua didn't succeed in killing them physically. 
but uh, at least in the spiritual sense means that what he did was he called you off killing spiritually would mean he totally took you away uh, like killing somebody but this is just cooled off what does it mean cool off? When Yidin, when the Jews were going to the giving of the Torah, they're going towards the Matan Torah, and they wanted to scream, that we will do before the Nishma. That's what happened to Matan Torah. We're going to explain what does a Malik do to a Yid spiritually. The Yidin are ready to go and scream, because that's what they did. So what does Amalek come? What does it mean when they say Nase Koydum Nishma? First we'll do and then we'll hear. Which means whether we will understand or we won't understand we will observe what we're going to listen. So that means Nase Koydum Nishma. So Yidin are traveling to this level of Nase Koydum Nishma. So then they have to come. Who comes to greet them? Asher Korcho, Kumtsugein Amolik, Kumtsugein Amolik comes over and cools you down. He cools you off. What does it mean here? He doesn't kill you, but he cools you off. At time and need, he doesn't argue, Mazol Chazesholim, need gain to come to Torah. He doesn't say, God forbid, don't go, you should not go to receive the Torah. It's understood that is the Chayyichan Einukul from Avram Yitzchok. He's Amalek, but he is still a grandson of Avram Yitzchok, because Amalek was Eliphaz's son, and Eliphaz was a son of Esav. So he's also being a son of Esav makes him a, a grandson of Yitzchok and Avram. So he's not arguing not to go to Kabbalah Zatayda. At time it nor, but what is he actually? He's only arguing. He's only arguing that. Why is so much excitement? For the springs from the kalim that you're jumping out of the vessels, you are lost, totally lose yourself when Shrist and you scream, I will do before listening. In other words, that you accept to do, even before you know what we're talking about. What's his argument logically? What does Amalek says? You are a intellectual, a person with intellect. How do we know the proof that you're an intellectual person? That the wish to give you a Torah with regards to the Torah, we say that's your wisdom and understanding in, for the eyes of all the nations. So the Torah that you are wants, that needs, wants to be given to you is a Torah of wisdom. His Farabal Seichel argues Amalek for an intellectual person, past it, it doesn't fit. As all Arush from the Kalim, that he should go out of the, jump out of the vessels, when Arush bringing from Medidav Akbola to jump out from the limitations and measure, from Zayn Tambadas, meaning from your reasoning and the rationale. It's not appropriate to just do things in a, in a nonsensible way. Ubefrat noch Shrayen Nase. And particularly to say, I'll do. Everton he will do everything he's gonna hear. whether he's gonna understand and understand. That's not befitting an intellectual person argues Amalek. Amalek is Amalek is also a grandchild 
of Avram Yitzchak. Unar is maskim of limud Torah, and he agrees to study Torah. Abenit oifan hogas Yaakov is tam yishvaholim. He's Avram Yitzchak's grandson, but he's not Yaakov. He doesn't agree with Yaakov. He's not agrees Yaakov is tam the simpleton with simplicity sitting in the tents. That he's not. Ertainet, he argues, Yoshev Holy, sitting in the tents, which means learning Torah, to study Torah, maskim. He agrees to that. Over Ishtam, with simplicity, a simpleton, a man of simple faith, not to ask first what we're dealing with. What is going to be expected of him? Just do before you hear what it's about. That he doesn't agree. He's not Yaakov. He's a son of Abraham Yitzchak, learning Torah, yeah, but not Tam. He goes with the order of Esau. Esau is his grandfather. He's a man that knows how to hunt. Knows how to hunt. He knows how to go do his business. Erfar state, he understands. he calculates. how much he is able to uh, capture. how much he can take. He knows his business. Er stop, which means uh, this issue they inside, of course, was a description of Esau in the physical sense of the hunting, which is the metaphor for this in the spiritual is, Ershat stop he evaluates, he measures his powers, with his intellect, how much he can study, how much he will observe, a gate mitaseder he goes with an order, first we will listen, and then we'll do he knows So first he's going to listen and understand only after he hears and understands that you can do it or not that's what Amalek is masking that's Esau's way, not Yaakov's way on the contrary he argues Amalek and the Kadri, he bowed as Torah is Emes, since Torah is truth. Unas is Dochan in Yeshul Chokma, and it's a matter of wisdom, is the mind of Kimina. So, what difference does it make? Whether we're going to fulfill by doing before we're going to listen, or we're going to listen and then we're going to do. What difference does it make? In any event, even when he will do to listen before doing, he still will certainly come to the level of doing. That's uh, also a conclusion, logically, that he has to do it. So, since logic dictates in the end, anyways, to do the uh, mitzvah that it should be nase. So what does it matter, and why is it so important that he's going to have the devotion of nase before nishma, if the nishma is going to bring to the nase anyways? This is what Amalek is cooling off, and Amalek is arguing in the spiritual sense why the need of to scream that I'll do no matter what.
That's a molik. Torah says a molik is ashakorcha. If demo the Torah bavorunt, this the Torah cautioned you. Mizovisen, you should know as during them seder from asher korcha kriyus that if you use this order of asher korcha coldness kriyus that this is very bad. Then there is a second interpretation of the word Korcha. After Korcha is Asher Korcha Meloshin Keri. Korcha is Loshin Keri. That is a Tumadika, a impure uh, from the body that comes out. What does that mean spiritually when that Keri? As from the primius achayis, that from the inner life force, vitality, was easy given given that was given to the person. A person was given that inner power of life to create life, to multiply to be fruitful and to multiply and to fill the world that is the strongest power that a person was given and to conquer it to conquer the whole world and spiritually meaning the most potent and powerful powers that a person has to capture the world so to turn the world and make it into a dwelling place for Hashem those powers that he had is from them chayis, so from that energy, from that power that they have, so he increases the powers of the klippas, God forbid, through the uh, through his act, not utilizing it in the wrong ways. This all begins from them ersten teich, from the first interpretation in Asher Korcho, that has cooled you down, Kritus. Which means from Yudeya Tzayid, first you know how to hunt Yudeya, from the knowledge, Kumpman to Ish Sodeh. Then you turn out to be an Ish Sodeh, a man of the field. Arois Unavek. You are out and you are away from the Oyeholim, from the tent. You're no longer, you're in the Sodeh. All the Shame Ve'ever, the tents of Shame Ve'ever, where they study Torah, Torah Shema Ksav, and Torah Shema Peh, the written Torah and oral Torah. The Korcha brings to Keri, the Yedeya brings to Ish Soda. Eventually, that cool off, if you have that logical approach that Amalek wants to teach you, eventually it's going to go downhill. We must conduct ourselves with the way of Yaakov, who is a man of simple belief. Then you go on the correct way, correct path. The Gemara Zokht, as the Gemara says with regards to that person who asked uh, the, 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 the Rava, he says, How do you accept the Torah without knowing what it says there? So he said that the Posik says, Zoktev and Posik, the Gemara says on the verse that the Posik, the Tumas Yishorim Tanchim, it's the simplicity of those straightforward one that leads them. If you go with simplicity, is then it leads you. Then you go on the straight, straight way. But those who do not follow the order 
as the called them a hasty nation, Amo Peziza, hasty nation, as he was referring to the Jewish people for accepting the Torah. They tainen, they argue, as Torah is an Indian from Seichel. Uh, they argue it's a logical Torah is a matter of logic, umbefrat and especially bishasas handelzich when we are dealing with vegengora hichin and tifun seichel when we are dealing with something which is very high and a deep idea darf menit springen von der heut you not not spring out of your skin man darf zu dem zugehen mit haseder you have to go in with an order nishma der noch nase that's what they argue you first listen then do is seif kol seif. So what happens at the end, like the verse continues over there. V'salev boigdim tishadim. That, that it robs them. The, the crookedness of those who betray is tishadim. In other words, they don't go in the right press. As verder von der zweiter teich from this comes to the second interpretation in Asher Korcho, in the words of Asher Korcho, Kinnisker Leo. So, this is an Amalek who argues and tries to cool you down that uh, we shouldn't uh, uh, just accept things, we should go logically and he tries to cool you off and we know that that is no good. Now we're going to deal with the second time we encounter Amalek. This time Amalek doesn't come dressed up like a grandson of Avram Yitzchok Avram Yitzchok and he has an objection to Yaakov, he's only gold by Esau but in this case he dresses up like a Knani and this is the other type of challenge that Amalik uh, provides uh, gives to a Jew, we're going to learn now in Oishchez Das is given, Milchemes Amalik, the above was Amalik's war in Onik from the Eshter Tkufa, in the beginning of the first period of the desert, I'm sorry for another tukufa, but at the end of this period, in the last yarn from Doir Hamabul, in the latest years of the generation of the desert, Eder Eden Zainarain in Eretz Yisrael, before the Jews went into Eretz Yisrael, Demol Tizvider Gikumen Namolik Mulchamal to Medid Namolik once again came to wage war against the Jew. But here, at this time, in this case, he actually did another trick, a spitzel, a conniving trick he did here. And he dressed himself up in garments from a knani, from a knani. And the reason he dressed it up, you should not be able to recognize that this is the same as Muhammad that waged war in Onab in the beginning from the first year of the 40 years he had already started up as soon as they went out of Mitzrayim so now we're going to explain how is this war and the argument different in the Tzvaita Muhammad in the second war is that he didn't come across as a son of Avram Yitzchak which means like this in the union from Teiron Yiddishkeit in the matters which pertain to the study of Torah and Judaism study of Torah he, Judaism, he does not get mixed in in them he has no opinion about that in the Zeit, what you learn at the time that you study, 
and you want to run, lead your life as a Jew, he argues, I don't get involved in that. Two vos do wills, do whatever you wish. I just want one thing. The inyonim was geheren z'eretz Canaan. Matters which belong to the land of Canaan. In Canaanite matters, non-Jewish matters, not Torah matters. In them learn zich von mir. In that I want you to learn and take me as an example. Unterwarf zich a Canaani. You need to subjugate yourself to a Canaani. What does it mean? In the spiritual sense, of course, he came to the Jews and he was arguing. Now you're completing your education you were educated by the generation of the Midbar. But now you need to get ready. You have to go into the land of Canaan. Which means, now you have to occupy yourself in all the 39 jobs, the weekly work. You must learn, teach yourself those matters, unsidorim. And the order as things are done for Neretz Canaan and the land of Canaan. In the land, you have to have to be able to help grab hold a, a foothold in the land to be able to hold on to it. You must know how to deal with the land. If you will not learn the orders of the land of Canaan, and subjugate yourself to them, you cannot expect as that when you are going to come to the land of Canaan, that you'll be able to live through there, during the veld, that you're gonna go through the world and live naive and remain a Jew. Can't expect to go in the land there and remain Jew. What does it mean? This haste. It means like this. you're gonna have enough money to live on. For your for expenditures, each meet a Shabbos of Yontif, and then to keep Shabbos of Yontif, he gave him tzedakah, and also gives tzedakah, and gave him the kinder chinuch apitayu to to educate your kids according to the Torah chulu. Vivestas kenem of Eisen. How can you? How can you provide that? How can you do that? How can you show for that? Now, by the war that took place uh, with the Amalek. At the end, before going into Eretz Yisrael, the pasuk says, "Vayish mimenu shevi," that the Canaanite people they captured uh, in the war against the Yidden, they captured a shevi, as the uh, Medrash translates it over there. That what the pasuk is saying is that they captured a captive that the Jewish people had with themselves in the desert a captive that captive is Vayish Bimenu, they captured that Shevi and that was a Shifcha Kananis it was a Kananite made servant that was there and that is what they captured so the fact that what they captured of the Yidden was a Shifcha Kananis meaning 
that what they were influencing, what they were fighting for, and what they were capturing was something which is not inherently Jewish, Jews themselves, their Torah mitzvahs, but it's something that they captured that is from the world. This fits in with what the Rebbe is trying to say here, that the Knani, uh, in this case the Amalek, was trying to get the Yidin, not affect their Torah mitzvahs, but their Knani that's within them, their Shevi that's outside from them, their uh, involvement in the world that needs to be, and this is where they caught them, and this is where they fought them, to try to get them to realize that they need to change their ways in order to be successful in the land of Canaan, let's look inside, in, in the land of Eretz Yisrael, to be able to have an Achizah there. When this was their Medrash Zok, and this is what the Medrash says, from Pasuk, on the word, on the verse, by Menu Shevi. So the Medrash says, as the Kanani Melech Arod, that the Kanani, the king of Arod, which is Amalek, he took away from the Jews a Canaanite maidservant. The Canaani need by Eden, the Canaani, the Amalek, the Canaani doesn't take from the Jew a Zach, something which in of itself is the Zayra, it's theirs. He doesn't capture anything of the Yid, any of the Torah mitzvahs. And then, too, what does he take away? The Shvi. Merenid via Shvi, he only takes away a captive. Something that the Yidin have captured. A matter that the Jews themselves took in captivity from the world. Which, same idea as before brought up. In Limudat Torah, Vikiyuma Mitzvahs, in the study of Torah and the observance of Mitzvahs. Mishnah Zuchnish, he doesn't get involved, he's not saying one way or the other. He's allowing. He's not coming as a grandson, as a Molik of Avram Yitzchok, he's coming as a Knani. Arvil nor as a Reis Gendik from the Dal Damashon Torah. All what he wants is, when you go out of the few curves of Torah, Kumendik in Delt, when you are in the world, then you must conduct yourself like a Knani inside the world. How the Torah Megalic events, so this is the Torah revealed to us, as in the Tainus from Knani Melacharod, that in the arguments of the Knani, who is a Melacharod, is for Baal Namolik, really hidden in there is Amolik. hot gor A Naju has no hold over a Jew at all. Aid is in Gansun Kedusha, a Jew is totally holiness, and Agoy is in Gansun Reipech, and a Goy is totally the opposite. There cannot be a connection of two opposites. Cannot have a Yid be under a Molik, that a Yid should be, have Goyishkeit in himself. But when a Knani comes to have war, wage war, then in him is Ongiton an Amolik. But then he is dressed up as an Amolik. Meaning, real Kanani, not an Amolik Kanani, cannot wage war. But if it's an Amolik dressed as a Kanani, here grow up certain arguments. With the results from Tainas Amolik, as happened with those who uh, go with the 
arguments of Amalek, the Pasuk says, that he actually, those who were faltering, so he had an effect on the Neshachal and Nechshol Macharecha. Rashi in the Vorim Perik Chofei Poskut Ches teaches over there that by Zana Becho that it was Makas Zonov Chaytech Milos Vezerek Lapi Milo and Kol Nachshal Macharecha means that the Onon would exclude some of them. They were Nachasholim, so there was um, uh, an effect. This is from the Parsha Zochar Shoslecha Amolik, but we see that the effects of following Amolik how they have the negative effects. So what the Rebbe said in this paragraph is, it's a Yiddish goyishkeit. I mean, goyish goyishkeit, meaning just coming a knani to be like that. It doesn't have an effect. But here we're tying Yiddish goyishkeit that when the Yid is outside of the Dal Amis, a Molik disguises itself and argues that that uh, Yid needs to uh, be um, prepared and do things in order to be successful. In 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 the land of of, of Canaan, um, but we see what the results are when you listen to them. When the Canaan the king comes, and he says, that we need to study the matters from that is Canaan from that of Canaan. Was them It's only through this specifically that I can again. You will be able to enter the land of Canaan. Darfman Visi, we need to know. As Nit Nor Vazdos is Nit Kimveg. Not only is that not the path of Machon from Eretz Kinan Eretz Yisrael to turn and make Eretz Kinan Yisrael, you have to know not only won't you make it Eretz Yisrael, which Eretz Asherin Shabal Kerabo, and Eretz Yisrael means to make it into a land which God's eyes, your God will be in it. But you need to know not other Rabbi, but on the contrary. This is an Indian, this is a matter of us halt and Kagan Eden, this wages war against Jews and Kagan Eretz Yisrael. It wages, it goes against Israel. The seemingly argument is for Eretz Yisrael, but actually this is going against Eretz Yisrael. In them is Ongiton, there's Zelber Amolik, in that the same Amolik is disguised. For Sotnit Givolt, Tzulos and Eden, Makabal Zain, the Torah, he did not want to allow Jews to receive the Torah. When Abgi killed Seif on Al in Yonah Gedusha, and he cooled them off from Omaris Gedusha, you need to know that's the same Amalek. Nochmer, how the Torah Megala given, even more the Torah revealed to us. Need nor was in them Knani Melacharod. Not only in this Knani, the King of Rod is on Giton on Amalek, is dressed up on Amalek, but there is a Torah which disturbs. The giving of the Torah, and disturbs the spirituality of Eden, but even more. In them is Ongiton Ha'inyan, in that is dressed a matter for and It also disturbs and wages war against the Jewish body. As it came about, it has been shown. Proven in the days of Purim, the emesa pnimius hakavone from the alatinus, the real inner intent of all these arguments, these seeming logical argument, is lahashmid laharig ulabit chazvishalmas kolayudim, is to destroy, to kill, and may get lost. God forbid, all the Jews. Oich dam guf also the body. When dar visen 
we need to know as the Vegzu Arangin in Eretz Yisrael that the way to go into Eretz Yisrael is need to gain in their Shita is not to go by the view from the Kanani Melech Arod by the King of Arod nor Adrabe but the Kavayachrim Esem that he totally devastated them but not to follow and not to listen to those kinds of arguments so here the Rebbe explained the second encounter with Amalek that took place before they came into Eretz Yisrael and how this time Amalek wasn't dictating or trying to impact how they should do Torah Mitzvahs with excitement or without excitement as he did the first time around but this time he was trying to advise them in a tricky way that they need to prepare themselves to conquer the land and therefore they need to uh, do things like the Canaanite do but that the Torah tells us is Amalek disguised in a Canaanite and the ultimate goal is to disturb a Jew in his spirituality and eventually also to st- disturb him in his uh, physical, uh, to destroy him physically too, as well. But now, finally we're going to go back to see the parallel that in our days today, which we are on the second period, that the Amalek that we have to deal with before the daughter of the Mashiach, coming into the daughter of Mashiach, is also in a similar parallel way, the way it was at that time, it was like a Knani. That Amalek is not an open Amalek, but it's a Knani. Learn this like this. The Geret Friyer, as spoken earlier, is also by the end of the second period, Edom and Afarangin and Eretz Yisrael, prior that we need, before we need to go into Eretz Yisrael, meaning now, finally in the ultimate land of Eretz Yisrael, in the Geula, Eretz Hashadei Nashem the land that God's eyes are in it, from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, our generation. So prior to going in, first we need to be victorious, the war of Kanani, the king of Arod. Which is, what is, what is his war? He comes to a Jew and he says, so this is the Terez Amalek. He says, you need to be a merchant, a businessman. Then you must conduct yourself in your business as the majority of the business people. As a non-Jew. If you need to have a position, a job, you need a job. Great, and you need to prepare yourself. We are going great, just as an Anjou prepares himself for a job. To them, Alem, to all this, you must learn all matters, which are opposite of Toyota. You must learn how to do it. You should not consider overstepping somebody's territory uh, in somebody else's. Boundaries taking away somebody but love somebody else. Avak loshen hara, a dust of loshen hara, evil language, meaning even if it's not explicitly pure language, but it's still a dust of loshen hara. Ribis interest v'cholu. These are all against the Torah. So you must learn that. Udumust mevatel zayin from limud atayda, and you must take away from study of Torah k'deitzu maslich zayin yonahelam in order to be successful in worldly matters. 
That's the Amalek. So Malam Eshtis, first of all, Pinatar, he argues the Yetzirah, the Amalek, Darfs Fargesen as Yedder Inyan is Bashgacha Pratis. You must forget, forget about that every aspect is by divine, detailed, uh, uh, divine uh, providence. Supervised. Specific supervision by Hashem. From the Rajgoch al from the upper supervision. Under Odom Atacht Lamato, and that the person below, uh, the, the person over here below, Dafnit Mervi Machan Akeli. All what you need to do is make a vessel, forget about that. If Makabalim Mevishan's Brocha, to receive Hashem's blessing. He, forget about that idea that you're just here. Make a vessel, God will send us blessing. You gotta make a vessel. That's a wrong idea. If them almond have to forget, know about this. You must forget. To Dav's gain with Nsugai, you must go with the approach. It's my strength, the power of my hand. created me this fortune. On that old, and then this is what the when you have the kinasofrim. You have this jealousy of scribes. Usually, kina soiflim is intended for the positive. When you see a person on a greater level of learning, and you envy them, and you try to reach that level. But here, it's, it's so to speak, a kina soiflim. You are jealous of other people who are more successful. And then you argue, as do darv and kunsun You must show tricks, and you must accomplish such matters. That you must show tricks. accomplish such matter. Then you will be able to be successful of on your position, and in your business. and then you will be able to be a successful businessman, a successful businessman. you have success in your business or on your job. But the best hoping is not because you will have the same preparation was as hotter to love like which a guy has for it. If them of the Torah bavorant, therefore on this the Torah cautions, mezalvisen ver as is behalten in the tainus. Who is hidden in these arguments? In them is behalten amolik, and this is hidden amolik. Boshterti in zumat and Torah who disturbs Jews to the giving of the Torah. And besides the fact, this is their veg. This isn't the way to make the world for a dwelling place for him. To make from the land of Canaan Israel. Then later on, it appears as that what really they want is to destroy. To kill and to get law to make the old Jews lost. God forbid, Achmanet's land. Oich zeir guf also the body. For bichdei as Eden zom bleiben ganz in zeir guf because in order for Jews to remain intact, whole in their body, is the snor durch them. It's only through this for zeir neshama that bleiben ganz that their soul remains whole. For their veg to them, the way to achieve that. Is that Tumas Yishorim Tanachim that Pasuk quoted before? The simplicity of those who go direct follow that leads them. And not to allow, uh, God forbid, Divas Vilun upkill those who wish to cool down from the Slavos in Torah, from the excitement 
of Torah. Thus is that Einun Einziker Veg. This is the only and the single way, path to Bavornen, to make sure, as Oich Der Guf, that also the body, so Bleiben Gans, should remain intact. Kipshutai, simply, Beramach, Evorov, Shesar Gidov, and his 248 limbs, and the 365 veins. This that Torah is referred to as the living Torah. And with regards to mitzvahs, says you should live in them. This is not only after 120 years. In the world to come. A living Torah doesn't refer to that in the world to come you will live. Living Torah means in this world. If you want that a Jew should be alive physically, with his body, in this physical world, is that ain't back to them. The only way to that is is the study of Torah, Torah's Chaim, the life of Torah, which is the Torah that gives life, which gives him worldly life, life of this world, in Oilam Haza Agashmi, in this physical world, Unkim HaMitzvahs, and also the fulfillment of Mitzvahs, V'chai Bohem, he should live in them, Erzolzayin Alebedi Ked he should be a lively Jew, a Jew that lives B'chol Ramach Evorim, in all 248 limbs, which corresponds, K'neged Ramach Mitzvahs say, which corresponds to 248 positive Mitzvahs, that he does, B'Shasa Gidov, and the 365 Pro veins which correspond to the 365 five prohibitions. And then he fulfills them. That be fruitful and multiply and fill the world and conquer it. Then he makes from the entire world a dwelling place for Hashem. Blessed be He. And that Yisrael is destined to spread out, expand in all lands. As umetun vumen vetzach hakerton, wherever you're going to turn, that menzen you'll see as ene Hashem alakechavo that God's eyes are in it. Nitnar yim kipper b'shas neila, not only during yim kipper during the neila prayer, b'shabes v'yontevor and Shabbos and the holy days, or the b'shas n'daven learn or when he davens and learns. But mereishis hashana v'adachul hashana from the beginning to the end of the year at all times. You can see that that's a dirilah yisbarich through the avoda that one does and does it in followers simplicity and doesn't listen to the amolik to the cool that cool him off and gives him life also in the physical sense. This is mesichas purim tovshin tes zayin.